At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. This is a new episode of Shoe the Dell, a podcast by um, Aaron and Danae, who are DJ friends. Um, and they do podcasts. And this is it. Well, right now it's not it. It's just me and the music. But it's coming. It's coming right up. Do you know that that's fiber, fibrin and collagen? Fibrin and collagen. Yeah. Do explain. Wait, maybe there's a last thing or two. For sure, there's fibrin in there. Okay. That's the clear stuff that comes out. It's like a. It's a Pleasant. mixture of interstitial fluid and, and fibrin. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interstitial fluid. Yes. Does that mean like it stitches things together? Yes. Well, no, not the interstitial part, the, the fibrin. It's like a fibrous and it binds things together. Nice. It's also on the inside of your body. <laughs> like if you tear a muscle. So is it binding the inside of my body together? Uh, no, that's uh, fascia. Well, there's a lot of things that bind your body together. I heard together. it was laminin. That's a part of it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Very tiny microscopic part of it. It's just this little bitty. You want to shoot a dough? Sure, let's chew a dough. What are we doing? <laughs> I don't know. Random tandem? Yeah, random tandem. Okay. Random tandem, of course, is where we uh, take we each tell a story, and mm-hmm. then we play the one-word game. Are we going to do that again? Yes, only you have to start with the story this time. <clears throat> oh, I start with the story? Yes. Way to put me on the spot. Ha-ha. Ha-ha. Yeah, I'm not Turn ready. the usually, tables. Usually you start the story, and then I like find the common theme, and I find my own story that goes along and then the theme yeah, yeah. so you're gonna do that like if i find a story you're gonna find the common theme if you want me to follow a rule hey that's why i usually have you start so i can follow the rule oh but i'll i'll do it i've got stories do you have one ready to go i no, i didn't have it prepared but i i mean i have one that i'm thinking of well then that is doable right go ahead Tell me a story. Uh, this is the closest I've ever been to death. Okay. Wow. That was a mood killer. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't mean right now is the closest I've ever been to death. The story I'm going to tell is about the closest I've ever been to death. Uh, we were staying with some friends on vacation. We have friends that we vacation with every year. And we were staying in South Carolina on a golf course. And in South Carolina, they have all sorts of wonderful wildlife. Okay. We were told to be careful if we went out onto the golf course because there were several alligators that made their home near where we were staying on that golf course. So we were like, oh, cool. And also, yeah, whatever. You know, that kind of attitude. In hindsight, probably not the correct attitude. Uh, So, yeah. So we... (laughs) We went out. I don't know why I'm so excited. Like we decided we were death story to name. We, we decided we were going to go golfing, so we needed some golf balls. And we're like, I know where there's golf balls in the store. No, on a golf course, but people don't go hunt for them. We can go find some golf balls right in our backyard, and then we'll use those to golf with later in the week, right? So one of the friends and myself, we went down onto the hole that we were staying at, and we're looking around for golf balls, and we're like, oh look, there's a bunch of golf balls over here. It was over near this kind of like lagoon type area. 
Okay. So we go over and we're just kind of, you know, wait, oh, wait, wait, I found wait, wait. one. So, so mm-hmm. you have a warning about alligators. Did. Okay. And yep. you know that they're like aquatic creatures. Yes. Right. And, and so you decided you're going to go over into the water area. Yeah. Well, I mean, whatever. I mean, alligators, I mean, they like to keep to themselves, right? So. <laughs> I don't know. Do they? <laughs> so we go over to the uh, area where the the golf balls that we see are and get right up to the edge of this lagoon and just kind of working our way around. And I'm kind of facing away from the water. And my friend is maybe five feet to the left of me. And he makes a noise I've never heard him make before. What did it sound like? Something like, (laughs) something along those lines. (laughs) And I turn and, and just as I turn, I see, I see two things in succession. Okay. As I turn to the right, I see, first of all, a blur of him running away. And then as I continue to turn, I see this huge alligator coming up out of the lagoon at my feet. I mean, probably within the distance of me to you. No. Yes. Less, less than no. three feet away. Ah, no. He is. No. He, well, I say he, learned later, she is cresting the, the edge of the. Like she's like launching out of the lagoon. She's launching out of the lagoon. At, at me. you. At me. Ah, jaws wide open. No. Yes. Wide <laughs> open jaws. So then I repeat basically the sound that my friend made. Which was. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> And and proceed to run. Oh, but but not straight, not in a straight line. Oh no, oh no. I know my urban legends well enough. I ran zigzags. <laughs> what? I don't understand. Alligators can't can't turn their head. The rumor goes, and so if you run zigzag, they'll get tired. Oh, that's gotta be fake. What? And, and not want to chase you. Well, I don't know oh, if it's goodness. fake or real. All I know is I am alive. You're today. alive and running zigzags. And I think it's because I ran zigzags. I think if I'd ran straight, that mama gator would have caught me. That's the thing. She was protecting her nest. Some of those little white golf balls around that area. Probably her eggs. May have been her eggs. So she was not happy about us being there. In general, an alligator will, ne- you know, pretty much leave you alone because you look like more trouble than you're worth. But not if it's a mama but gator. But not if it's a mama gator and she's got eggs to protect. So I consider that the closest I've ever been to actually dying. Because if she had gotten a hold of me, I'd at least be limbless. Dude. I know, right? But thank goodness I knew to run zigzags. Right. Well done. I'm breathing and alive and got two arms and two legs today. Way to research your urban legends. Well, you know, they actually did it on Mythbusters. They actually did the alligator zigzag thing on Mythbusters. And what did they say? They said it's busted. So you you actually can run in a straight line. Yeah, that's what they said. But they didn't test it right. (laughs) They didn't do, they just, they went to like an alligator farm where everything's all, you know, cozy and kosher. So they already let, yeah, they were trained alligators Yeah, they're used to being around people. No, 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 no. This mama gator would have caught me if I hadn't run zigzag. Oh, here's, here's the other thing. Our, our wives and other friends Mm -hmm. are up on the balcony of the place we're staying watching while this is happening. And they saw the alligator before we did and didn't scream anything to us. Maybe they were like, is that what we think it is? No. Yes. No. I'm going to go ahead and give them the benefit of the doubt and figure that was it and that they didn't want to see what would happen. That's scary. But uh, but they said it was hilarious because we both were running zigzags across the <laughs> golf course. She did come all the way out. Her whole body was out of the water. Uh, and she was probably about seven feet, six, seven feet long. She is, she is a big girl. That's really scary. Yeah. I'm How about you? you? Okay. My near-death experience story? Sure. What's the closest you've ever been to death? Oh, my goodness. 
That's a very serious question. Mm-hmm. Um, but doesn't everybody kind of have that moment that they can think back in their brain and be like, you know what? I could have died there. Yeah. I actually have another one. You have like two. It involves it involves setting off fireworks. Not like fireworks you buy at any store or under any tent. No, these are industrial strength. They say TNT city. on the side. Yeah, these are citywide fireworks that where they TNT are like. TNT on the side. They are huge balls. Like they look indication like Indication number one. Yeah, because they probably, yeah, they were like little bombs. Yeah, and you load them into like cannons. And I was loading loading these fireworks into cannons that had just shot fireworks. So they had like burning embers in them. No. And I'm loading these bombs Dude, into this what? cannon. I know, right? So, yeah. Uh, let's see. Well, when I was a teenager, I had some uh, pretty questionable friends. Meaning that they were very curious. They no, were always asking you to... things. They were always like, today, how does this work? And today, no, what is No, they weren't inquisitive. They were questionable in their intentions in life. They, they were very seedy people. They you were, had bad friends. I had bad friends. Okay. Um, and I don't really even remember, like, these were friends of a friend or something. And there was this one particular summer, um, the, the series of crazy events happened. Give me, give so me the So were, they were, you know... Uh, the kind of people that hung out with, you know, druggies and people who had guns and people who had, wow, they would start fights and stuff like this. But I really didn't like drug, like drug dealers, probably. Wow, I, yeah. And it was just this really odd summer of my life. Um, so so anyhow, it starts off this one particular day. My boyfriend at the time, mm-hmm. his friend said, "Hey, can I borrow your pager?" Which pagers, if you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> So I will old technology. Old technology where you have to text a number to somebody. Mm-hmm. But anyhow, I automatically had, turns the pages in your book. Everybody knows what a pager is. Okay, go ahead. So I had one of those automatic page turners mm-hmm. and tucked into my the you know, the pocket it's a weird of my place jeans. To put it, but I yeah. know. And he wanted to borrow it, so I was like, Okay, sure. And I was totally naive, like I should have seen all this coming, but I was like, I don't know. I was a kid. Isn't it funny how you don't I mean just you're just young and stupid. I was young and stupid. That's definitely, definitely. And my near death story as well. You know, it could be called the summer of stupid. Yeah, what this could have been called all around. Then later on in that day, we decided we're going to go down to the square, and I happened to see a couple people. Uh, and we just got to talking or whatever and they were from Kansas City they were just staying in town for a little while they're like hey we're gonna have a party later if you want to come by I was like oh no it's all right but I happened to notice that one of the guys had the exact same pager that I had and I was like that's really cool because it was like this so did you comment on it particular yeah hey nice pager dude which is what you did back then yeah. <laughs> so he was like oh cool yeah I just got it blah 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 and I was, we were talking about the company because it's not a well-known company it wasn't like Altel or AT&T or something it was like this little sub company didn't think anything of it. So the next day, I hear the story about how the guy that had borrowed my pager had gotten beat up and thrown into a dumpster, and two guys from Kansas City had stolen his stuff, including my pager. That was like, I met those guys on the square last night. Wow. Well, they had happened to tell me where they lived, and so I decide, and my little you know, thinking that I'm all bad or whatever, I'm going to go and confront these guys. Oh my goodness. So I hop in the car and my boyfriend. Were you had, like angry? Yeah. Like, I what's was the mad- mood? Like as you hop in the car and you're just like, I am going to go well, give I'm, them a piece of my I'm mind. Driving, yes. And I'm talking about this. Stealing but pages in the, and stuff. But in the passenger seat is my friend. In the back seat is my boyfriend. They're mad because they, these two guys so beat up furious. their friends and they're like ready to go yeah. beat these guys up or whatever. So my mood changed to, all right, let's just not like go over to these strangers house 
confront them. Let me go talk to them first. I so want to talk to them first. So then you a peacekeeper? First. Yes. Okay. I will go up to them and I'll just tell them what's going on and see if I can get my pager back. Like, let me take care of this. I'll talk to them. Well, we get there and they let I get out of the car and go up there by myself and they're out in front of their place. They're, you know, playing with their skateboards and they've got their little music playing or whatever and so I walk up and they're like, hey, because they remember me from the night What's before. Up, What's up, girl? And I was like, hey, guys, crazy story. And they're like, yeah, what's going on? I was like, hey, can I see your pager? And he hands it to me. And I was like, thanks. It's mine. Ooh. And I put it in my pocket. Well, what I didn't know is my boyfriend and, and his friend had decided to jump out of the car at that moment and started to run up like they were going to start something. So like they're doing the whole chest. You know, bu- you know, it's the whole out thing the chest, from a movie. The machismo, yeah, 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 like. yeah. And I'm just like, no, please, because <laughs> they were being nice to me. Because they're like, whoa, girl, what you doing? Why are you my? Why are you taking my pager from me? I bought that last night on the square from some guy. Blah blah blah. Uh-huh. And so when my friends show up, they're like, all you know, you beat up our friend. And these guys are like, we would never do that. We bought this pager, and so they're fighting back and forth. Until my boyfriend's friend pulls out a knife. Go ahead. Oh. I know that you were going to No, you were I'm say done. Something. Nope, I'm ready to hear. So they pull so out a gun. Your boyfriend pulled out a knife? No, my boyfriend's friend pulls out a knife and they pulled out a gun. What did you do? I stepped in between the gun and the knife. What? It was just like first instinct. And I was facing the the people I didn't know. Like my back was to my friends and I was like. You, you stepped in front of a gun. And a knife at the same time. I did. That's like even worse than being between a rock and a hard place. Right. (laughs) The phrase needs to be changed now. There's like a new level. Yeah. So you're having a rough time between a rock and a hard place? No. Between a knife and a gun. Between a knife and a gun. Wow. Yeah. It was intense. It was real serious. The mood was You think? You think somebody pulls a gun out? But I had this. You think maybe it's a little intense? I had this clarity of thought. You know, it was just like, they're not going to just stab me in the back. And this guy's not going to shoot me in the stomach. Like, we had a good... We were had a good rapport before my friend showed up. Everything was fine. I was talking to him about it. Mm-hmm. So, so in that inc- incredibly intense moment, but without looking at my friends, I just like you guys go get in the car. And I got more and more angry with them. Go get in the car. Go get in the car. And those guys from Kansas City, they're all like, you know, you better follow your woman what she says and all this stuff. They were just throwing it out or whatever. And so my friends, they backed off thankfully. And I stayed there. I talked with them for quite a while, and I got their story, which was that they had their pager. They bought it. They didn't. Do you believe them to this day? To this day, I do, because the next trip that we made was me mad that I had just had this experience. So uh-huh. I drove over to that guy's house yeah. <laughs> with my friends and walked up to him, and he didn't have any bruises. He had no scrapes. He had no bumps, but he had a whole bunch of cash that he had gotten from the night before. And there was three other people that I talked to over the course of several months where he had stolen- You're like a little investigator. Stolen their pager and gotten money for it. Wow. So that was probably the closest that uh, I came to death that particular you, you day. Are, you are a twitch away from death at that point. Yeah. Wow. I definitely look back on my life and I know that, you know, there's some pretty serious moments when God was wow. there with me, but that was one of them. Wow. Well, I'm glad you don't hang out with people <laughs> who pull guns anymore. Yeah, me too. I've got some friends that pack heat, so they say. Well, yeah, which is common around here because it's yeah. you know, it's it's part of the law. But I don't. I n- none of them. They're all very respectful of of their pieces and taking making sure that they're taken care of and that they're not just pulling them out being stupid in public. If there's one thing I've learned in life, it's to be respectful of your pieces. One of the biggest lessons you will ever learn. Want to play the one word game? I don't care. We're going to. Okay. 
the one word game works like this. We tell a story one word at a time. <laughs> now now we, that we try now, the, first, the first one went pretty well. The second one was kind of well, I think you were thinking creative. it was more like a Rorschach test thing where you're supposed to say the first thing that comes to your I did, mind. I did. I or, was or free like, association. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not free association. We're trying no, to tell, tell a, story a story here. Right. Which there's a couple times whenever we're pretty much in each other's brains. Like I was definitely with mm-hmm. you. And even though we didn't know where the other one was going. So now that we're kind of a little more in sync. Are you ready? Are you going to start? Yeah, I'm going to start. Okay, I'm ready. No, I'm not. I mean, I am. Okay. <laughs> Early this morning, I drove to Arkansas. Once I got to Arkansas, I noticed there was 14,000 monkeys. (laughs) (laughs) So many monkeys. (laughs) They were squeaking and whining and swinging and throwing their poo (laughs) (laughs) so i tried to get back in to my car (laughs) then i drove to the (laughs) first gas station that i could find i Arrived and survived, then purchased <laughs> some circus tickets. Okay, then <laughs> we're going to the circus. <laughs> I told the guy at the station that I saw a lot of monkeys. He said. Well, the circus is in town. The <laughs> circus <laughs> unexpectedly closed its doors early because their monkeys had run a muck. So precarious. Our the. <laughs> I said our. Oh, I like our. So precarious. Our situation had become. I. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to say, so you can't give me that I look. Cried to the man. Oh. What. <laughs> Should we do about <laughs> monkeys? <laughs> the man replied, We are going to hunt because I am very skilled at shooting monkeys. <laughs> I can't help but think that this is influenced by earlier <laughs> stories, <laughs> in which case alligators are about to show up. Just then, through the door came a ringmaster wearing a ringmaster hat. <laughs> That's normal for him. 
the <laughs> jacket <laughs> that he wore fit him terribly. So you could see that he wasn't packing heat. He told the man at the station that he was trying to round up his monkeys and the ringmaster also needed someone to help oh <laughs> do it <laughs> said the man behind <laughs> The counter. Then a interesting thing happened. There came a large explosion. Hmm. Okay. That's where we're okay. We ran <laughs> the <laughs> end. I think. I'm assuming the monkeys caused the explosion. They did. Right, so they're all dead, so we don't need to hunt them. No, no, no. We're good. Mm-mm. No. See, that was a good story. That wasn't that was, bad. That was, that was, we're getting better. We are getting better. We're getting better. I think. Yeah. I guess we should probably ask for some feedback on that <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah, so say thank you. Thank you. Very good. Talk now to you next turn. time. <laughs> No, for real. Well, we are very thankful, honestly. Are, yeah. There are a lot of people who make this happen. Yes. 88.3 The Wind for allowing us to use the studio. We really appreciate that. Chris Tilly of Hazel Records made the music for us, and we certainly are thankful for that, too. And so thankful for you. Your response has been incredible. Still in new and noteworthy in iTunes and getting a lot of new people checking us out. And it's been really cool to hear some feedback about some of the stuff we're doing. Yeah, we're silly. Yeah, we're random. But we believe there's a purpose to this whole thing. And it's so cool to see that kind of being fulfilled. So thanks for commenting and rating at really, iTunes. Really, important. Subscribing is really important at iTunes so that more people can find out what's going on here. So if you haven't done that, if you don't mind doing that, that would be great. Again, just search for Shoe the Dough on iTunes and hit the subscribe button. It really is that easy. Uh, you can look us up on Facebook, on Twitter, all over the place. And if you want a quick link, shoethedough.com will get you to all the episodes as well as shoethedough at gmail.com if you want to email us. We would appreciate that as well. We'd love to answer any questions or comments that you have. Right? Right. Is that all? That's it. Awesome. Well, thanks so, for listening to Shoe the Dough. Why don't you start that over? So thanks for listening to Shoe the Dough. So thanks for listening to Shoe the Dough. So thanks for listening to Shoe the Dough. I'll wait. For Shoe the Dough. <laughs> the Dough. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Some people should never be allowed to be in front of microphones. Or cameras. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, 
we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.